Across America, BP supports more than 275,000 jobs to keep energy flowing. Jobs like updating turbines at one of our Indiana wind farms and producing more oil and gas with fewer operational emissions in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. The following podcast is a Dear Media production. Hey guys, welcome back to What We Said Podcast. I'm JC. I'm Chelsea. And this is Tyson. <laughs> Tyson's back, guys. Woo! I'm so- back. I bet you thought you'd seen the last of me. <laughs> How many episodes have you been in? With I think his this is Gucci my shoes. third. And my Gucci shoes. <laughs> this is their first appearance. The third episode. Wow. You're our most frequent, frequent guest. guest for sure. You know, the people just want what they want. That's and true. I'm here to give it to them. My brothers are always like, you need to have Tyson on again. He's so funny. <laughs> Thanks, like, Lad. I'm not good enough yet, Lad. <laughs> um, so today we're going to do a little advice column with Tyson. We figure we can give you some good advice, maybe, hopefully. So we're currently in my bedroom recording the, this episode. I'm sitting on my bed. Tyson and Chelsea are in chairs. I guess it's not it's not cool. <laughs> I don't know why I'm talking about that. But we're Guys, just in- we're sitting in chairs today. <laughs> <laughs> Meanwhile, Jacey's in her bed. Yeah. Awesome. Jacey's like tucked into her bed. <laughs> I just think it looks funny. If there was a photo taken of us right now, it'd be very shocking. I wish one of us was a photographer. <laughs> <laughs> Darn. But we just recorded a YouTube video yesterday or two days ago of us going and trying vegan fast food and it's up on my channel so you guys need to go check it out it's with me chelsea and tyson the trio and chelsea and tyson just started their youtube channels more recently so you guys need to go check them out so make us famous yeah Yeah. (laughs) we're hoping to be the next vlog squad (laughs) team 10 yeah (laughs) we're the trio should we just hop right into the questions, the advice that people want? Yeah. Okay. Let's do it. Keep in mind, I so JC and Chelsea have read these. I have not read any of these. I'm flying solo. Yeah. You're flying solo. And I haven't really considered like my answers to them. So we're all just flying by the seat of our pants here. Okay. I'll go first. Oh, okay. <laughs> Pregnant and not married yet. Sad Women do not need men, you know? I mean, that one's kind of hard if you're from like a certain culture. Wait, hold on. She's put a sad face. So it's like yeah. not a good thing. Yeah. Okay, so yeah. We need not. more context. Yeah. I need a whole story. That's sad though. If you're sad, like it's hard. I mean, I have so much respect for single parents, whether it's single mom or single dad. That's rough. But Every girl I've ever talked to who has had a baby, like who was sad about getting pregnant before they were married. And it's so sad until like the baby's born. And then the second the baby's born, it's like, you just love them so much yeah. and you're like, I would never want to not have it. Yeah. Right. Like my my sister actually got pregnant before she was married. And I mean, I think now she like would definitely not take it back. Like, yeah. Totally. Love well, her. even people who, yeah, like get pregnant on accident. Yeah. Even Maddie Beasley when we had her on, like mm-hmm. she got pregnant when she was 16, obviously not on purpose. And yeah. she's like, I would 
Like, it was so hard at the time, but obviously now she, like, would never take it back because she loves her daughter so much. So. Yeah. Right. I mean, that being said, also, if you don't want to have a kid, like, there are so many, like, options and adoption and everything. Yeah. yeah. So, definitely. I think it just, like, that's a hard one to give advice for because it's, like, it's so dependent on your situation. Yeah. Like, yeah, it's very Can you true. afford to have a kid? Like, is your family supportive? Like, do you have, like, friends that will help you out? Like, Yeah. Totally. I'm like, that was actually mine. <laughs> <laughs> I'm married. I thought you were a virgin. <laughs> right. Okay. Someone says they need advice about uh, living with roommates. Ooh. Rough. Oh, man. <laughs> rough one. I've had some bad experiences with roommates. Oh, yeah. I was going to say, you. Ha- I felt like you hadn't really lived with roommates, but you have for oh, sure. Oh, yeah. Oh, no, 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 no. And they like punched holes in the wall. What? Like, to- oh, yeah. I mean, I don't want to like say too much, <laughs> but like let's just say I had surgery they when I listening. lived there. And so, like, I, I'm like, yeah, I had my wisdom teeth taken out. Oh. And I'm, like, really scared of pain meds. Like, I just don't like to take them unless I, like, actually, like, really have to. And so I didn't take any of them. And then my roommate took them. <gasps> and, like, like literally, like, punched holes in the walls. And, like, uh, it was so bad. And yes. literally, so I was, like, I had to be, like, um, get out of my house. Yeah, it was so bad. So I'll never have a roommate again. Punched holes in the wall. Yeah, so definitely do background checks, people. Tyson, I feel like you would not do well with roommates. Like just knowing you as a person, you're so specific with like things. I just feel like that's not a good idea for you. Yeah, yeah. Not a good idea. And I honestly haven't had too much of experience with roommates. I only lived with roommates for a few months. And it wasn't the best, but it wasn't the worst. <laughs> I think the key is, is that like you don't want to be best friends. You, you Like I would say mm-hmm. don't be roommates with your best friend, but also don't be roommates with a stranger. You want to kind of yeah. know them. And you want to know like if they're clean and if they like to like party and if they're going to have a ton of people over and like be familiar enough to where you're comfortable in your own home. But you don't want to be best friends so that you feel like you like can't go do anything without inviting them and it being awkward. True. Yeah. Well, me and Chelsea, we – I've said this before. Well, actually, I don't know if I've said this before. We lived together for a little bit and we purposely like didn't share a room because we'd heard horror stories about <laughs> people remember. like, don't share a room with your best friend. Like, don't even room with your best friend. And we were like, wait, we don't want this to like tear our friendship apart. But it didn't at all. Like living no. together, if anything, brought us closer, I feel like. Yeah. And we wish we had shared a room. Yeah, Oops. seriously. <laughs> I think also it's because the whole situation was so shocking that you guys like had each other. Yeah. yeah. And then JC left me halfway through. <laughs> <laughs> left her high and dry. Yeah. And then I ended up, everyone listening is like, what are you talking about? <laughs> <laughs> I just, I lived in in an apartment with Chelsea for only a few months. In I was Utah. In Utah. But I was traveling a bunch at that time. Like that's when I started traveling. And it was, I was paying rent as well. And I was never home. And I was like, why the heck am I paying rent? And there are a few other shocking things. And so I was like, yeah, I'm getting out of here. Um, Okay, you you go, Chelsea, if you have one. Breaking up with someone you care about. Tyson? (laughs) (laughs) Tyson, you Don't look at me. (laughs) Oh, here's the thing about breakups. You… You honestly just have to look out for not not yourself, but also like you want to do what's best for that other person if you care about them. Like you might like really care about that person and like love them so much. But if you guys are like toxic to each other, then like at the end of the day, it's like you just have to cut ties. It's like mm-hmm. it'll be so hard. But yeah, I don't know. Like you can really care about someone, but just not be right for that person. Yeah. And so it's hard to like accept that and realize like, okay, even though we want to be together and we want to hang out and whatever, blah, blah, blah. It's like at the end of the day, like our, our past, like going to end, end at the same thing. Yeah. Well, and 
we were talking about this the other day. It's it's almost harder when there isn't a huge blow up. It's not like, oh, this person cheated on me. This happened. We have to break up when it's just not working for some yeah. weird reason. You don't even know why. I think those are the hardest breakups because you're like, I don't even know why we're breaking up. It's just not working. Right. Like you want it to work so bad. And like yeah. you've tried so hard, but it's like, you know. It's just not it's just going not anywhere. Doing. Yeah. It's not. Yeah. If you start looking for reasons to break up with them, like you know how some people will start to make up fights or like start to look for little things to get mad about. Yeah. And you're like, literally what? Yeah. If yeah. you're noticing you're starting to do that, you got to break up with them. Yeah. 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 Totally. You don't have to wait for them to cheat on you or yeah. for like something like that to happen. Yeah. Right. That Well, yeah. That's what I will say. I feel like is like really important <laughs> for people to realize. Like, don't, don't wait until it gets too unhealthy. And like, mm-hmm. it, if you really do care about that person and you know, like deep down that you're not right for each other, break it off before you hate each other. Yeah. Because then, like, one day, like, maybe you'll be able to be friends and, like, you can still hang out and, like, talk to that person casually. But, like, if you wait until you're just so over it and you get in so many arguments and you guys hate each other, it's, like, how sad that, like, you really cared about that person and, like, you yeah. can, like, never, like, talk to them again. Yeah. And it so just true. blew up. And I have, I have one that goes along with it. So how to get over a broken heart but in a healthy way. Rebounds. <laughs> <laughs> I don't – I – what do you guys think? I think – Time is literally the only thing that helps with breakups. I think time and don't run away from it. I always try to tell people like whenever I have friends that are going through breakups, they'll be like, oh, like I just don't want to sit around and cry. And I'm like, no, go through it. Do it. Like cry. Like cry for two weeks. Cry for three weeks, whatever. Like, But any emotion you feel, like feel it. Go through it. Like don't try and run away from it. Don't try and hide it. Like, if you want to sit in your room for a week straight and watch Netflix and eat popcorn, do it. Because if you try and, like, run away from it and, like, you book a trip to New York or whatever and you try and, like, just, like, act like you're fine and you keep going out with your friends and you don't go through it, then in three months' time, you're going to, like, something's going to hit you and you're going to be like, oh, my gosh, like, I haven't processed these emotions yet and it's just going to prolong the process. It'll come out in a different way that you don't want to Yeah, like, you just have to go through all of the motions and I feel like it's better to just do that right off the bat. Like… Don't don't run away from your feelings. No, I agree. But then what are your thoughts on staying busy? Because I feel like in any breakup I've had, I have to keep myself busy or I'm like devastated. Yeah. Which is fine to be devastated, but you know what I mean? I think there's a difference between staying busy and like running away from it. Like keep yourself busy in like your day-to-day life of like what you would normally do. Like try and keep your routine as normal as it is, but don't like try and run away from it. And like if you don't normally like go out and you're not a big partier. It's like, don't like go out and party and like try and get your mind off of yeah. it or like drinking or like anything like that. Don't go to your vices. Right, right. Or it's like, okay, yeah, a vacation might help you, but what, that that vacation is just like going to get your mind off of it for, for a, a week. weekend and then you're going to come back and you're going to be sad again. Yeah, so I think it's definitely good to keep yourself busy, but like don't run away from it. No, I agree. Yeah. Like if you're doing something that's making you actually happy. Right. Like all, right. you break up and then all of a sudden you start pursuing your dream career. It's like, yeah, that's a good way to stay right, busy because right. then you start learning more about yourself. I think working on yourself is a really good way to like kind of throwing yourself into, I don't know, like exercising or like following a career path that you've been interested in. It's like that can definitely keep you busy. But like you said, it's that's a healthy way to do it versus like I'm going to eat ice cream. Self-sabotage. And sabotage my whole life. Right. But. Eat ice cream. So that's the worst thing you could think of to do to sabotage yourself. You know, I'm like, eat ice cream in bed for two weeks. Yeah. Oops. Um, okay, so what about advice on being afraid that you will never find someone to marry? 
Oh, girl, I, I am right there with you, honey. <laughs> never felt that, never experienced that. <laughs> don't know yeah, what you that guys got married is. when you were 17, so you probably don't <laughs> have any advice. Let me take this one right on over. It's lonely. <laughs> 17. <laughs> oh, we were 21. Wait, was I 20? It <laughs> doesn't even know. I think 20. I was 21. <laughs> so, no, advice? no advice for that. No, I think like, honestly, it's like, that's normal to feel. I feel like everyone in their life has felt that before. Even though you guys did get married young, I'm sure you felt at one point, like like every time after a breakup, you feel like, holy crap, like that's it. Like, how am I going to find another person? Like, who's going to want to marry me? Mm-hmm. But it's like, people people get married when they're 40. People get married when they're 50. People get married when they're 60. People get married when they're 18. It's like, your time will come and like everything happens for a reason. And you just have to like focus on yourself. And if you are not in like, a happy relationship with yourself, then, like, you're not going to be open to the energy of, like, someone else finding no, you. totally. So just focus on yourself, girl. Ride it out. Someone going to be coming for you. Do the things you love. I've said this 1,000 million times, but do the things you love, and you'll find the people that you love from there because it's, like, they're going to like the same things you like. Yeah, they're going to have the same standards. They're going to— And just put yourself out there. Like, don't—I mean, I've had friends— I ain't going to throw them under the bus. <laughs> but I've had friends who, like, complain all the time about, like, not being in a relationship and wanting to find a husband. And I'm like, girl, you sit and watch Sex in the City in your bed every day after work. And yeah. you don't get out and do nothing. You think a man going to find you in your bedroom yeah. and watch yeah. Sex in the City? Go out on the town with your girlfriends. Yeah. Like, go do something. Get out of the house. Like, that's how you're going to find someone. It's like you're saying. It's like, go do things that you enjoy and you're going to find people there that also like to enjoy those things. Yeah. And that's where you're going to like find people that are compatible. But if you're not putting yourself out there, then also, don't Also, there are like millions of dating apps out there. Like how my brother got married to his wife. They've met on a dating app. It's like… Yeah, like don't be scared yeah, to search You will it. find someone. Yeah. Well, yeah. I, think, I think when I mean, you have… I mean, be safe on there. I don't want someone to get kidnapped <laughs> from it. I'm like, don't be afraid. Just go meet him. We're like, and thank you, Tinder, for sponsoring <laughs> this podcast. <laughs> no, I think… It does make sense to me when people… I definitely… It's like you said. I got married really young. But that thought crossed my mind too. It's like, who am I going to find that to marry? Because it's like until you find your person, you've never experienced that fullness and that security. So you're like, how am I ever going to find someone? Then once you find the person that you want to marry, it's like, oh, now I get it. And I think you just can't understand until you get to that point. But most people do get married. So it's like… You will find it at one point. Yeah. I think just, yeah. I love all the advice you gave. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Advice on saving money. Don't know. (laughs) (laughs) We're like, Chelsea, don't answer. Never experienced that emotion. (laughs) Like, uh. I'm like, I got a trust fund. I don't know about you guys. (laughs) Saving money. I just think, I've said this, it's not groundbreaking advice, but just like my grandpa told me, everything, part of everything you make is yours to keep. Like every, every you're gonna have to explain that for this dummy over here. I don't get <laughs> <Really>? it. <laughs> just part of every, you know, every paycheck is yours to keep. Like, think of saving as something that benefits you and is gonna add to your security. Like, I feel like people treat saving at saving money as if it's like, oh, I have to save. It's like, no, no, no that adds to like yeah. your financial security. Like, that should right. be yeah. such a th- a priority. Right. And part of everything, like. Treat it as a positive thing where it's like, I get to keep this money. Like, I'm putting that away. Right. Instead right. of like, 
I get to treat myself. I want to spend it all. Right. It's like you're almost treating yourself by like putting saving it. Saving yeah. it. Right. So part of everything you make, every dollar you make, some of that is yours to keep and you should put it away. And no matter how small that percentage is, I've said before, I try and save 35%. That's just me. Pete, you can save 10%. You can save 5%. But I think even if you save like $5 each time you get a paycheck, yeah. something, put it away. Yeah, I think something that has really actually stuck with me that JC told me, I don't know where she heard it. She might be able to say it better. And I need to be better at it because I just moved into a new apartment. But like to not upgrade your lifestyle right when you like, like say you get a promotion and it's like immediately when you get the promotion, you're like, oh, like now I can afford this. And you like upgrade your lifestyle. And then it's like, no, like the percentage of what you're spending versus what you're earning is staying the same. When it's like, okay, no, you were living fine. Just because you're making more doesn't mean you need to spend more. Mm -hmm. So it's like, yeah, it's like you kind of – that kind of goes with the percentage thing. Mm -hmm. It's like save. It's like you don't need to – just because you're making more and you have that money to spend doesn't mean you need to go treat yourself. Totally. You don't need all of those things, those the new car and the whatever, just because you're making more money. Like, was that at me? Because I just yeah, I'm like, uh, okay, who drive the Jeep in here? <laughs> I just got a new car and a new apartment, so okay, this advice column is for me. Yeah, both of you just moved into a new place. <laughs> like, huh? Okay, I'm riding down this advice, but I don't see it. <laughs> Practice what you preach. No, I sister. actually was going to say that I've had to learn how to save the freaking hard way because I never did save. I never learned how to save. Like that was never something I was taught ever. Yeah. And that until hmm, I learned the hard way that if you don't save, you don't have any yeah, money. Then yeah. You're poor. <laughs> yeah. But I think the biggest thing is when it, it feels overwhelming, <laughs> like, oh, I want to have thousands and thousands in my savings account, but I'm not making enough to like put that away. It's like, oh, I have to pay these bills. Is what you said is the main thing is like just start with like even if you have an extra dollar a day like or a dollar a week or a dollar a month, just put it away. And even if you have like 10 bucks at the end of the month, it's like at least if you're literally poor, like 10 bucks is going to be great. Or you know right. what I mean? It's like if you start with something, it'll start growing and maybe it'll like seem like, okay, I'm never going to get there. Yeah. But in 10 years, it's going to be a huge blessing. Just yeah. like it'll be a million dollars. Yeah, I'm like I literally <laughs> just checked. I have a million dollars. <laughs> Yeah, no, I definitely think like people take savings for granted because like money does not buy happiness, but the comfort and the security that comes with financial stability Mm -hmm. is like, like, oh, that cures depression, y'all. Like, like there have been times where I've been like so sad and down in life, mainly because like, I don't know how I'm going to pay rent the next month. Yeah. And then it's like once you have that like savings and that security, like you don't have to stress about those things. Yeah. It relieves your real problem. Yeah. It relieves that aspect of life, which is very nice. Yeah. All right. Can we talk about how one of the best compliments in the world is when someone tells you that you smell good? I just feel like that is one of the best things to hear. So speaking of smelling good, let's chat about Scentbird. Scentbird is a luxury fragrance subscription for perfumes and colognes. And I think this is so genius. So there is a huge selection of fragrances on their site. They have over 450 designer brands for you to choose from. We're talking Prada, Tom Ford, Versace, Dolce & Gabbana, Cartier, Gucci. The list really goes on and on. And if you're not sure what type of perfume you are into or what you're looking for, you can sort by brand, occasion, season, style, so you are bound to find a scent that you will absolutely love. So basically, you choose the perfume that you want to try, and then they send you a 30-day supply. So that's 120 sprays, which is enough to apply more than four times daily for a month. So they come in these adorable little bottles, and 
I love the size of them so much because you can just stick them in your purse. I love traveling with these things, especially because it's not realistic for me to go on a trip and bring a massive perfume bottle with me. So I love just having these tiny little things in my carry-on bag. So my favorite fragrance that I have personally discovered through Scentbird is Dolce & Gabbana Light Blue. It smells so amazing, you guys. I wear it all the time. You need to check it out. So if you are interested, you guys can get 50% off your first month today. That is only $7.50 for your first fragrance. Go to scentbird.com slash what we said and use our code what we said for 50% off your first month. Again, that is S-C-E-N-T bird.com slash what we said for you to try your first perfume or cologne for just $7.50. Um, this person asks, how to give advice to a friend whose life is falling apart? JC, <laughs> tell me. Literally, excuse me. We just, all have that. That, that was all the, or there was no context, just whose life is falling apart. Ooh. Uh, next question. <laughs> next yeah, question. I'm like. I'm going to need more from that girl. <laughs> yeah. Call me. Well, I think one thing, I mean, that's pretty universal or pretty vague is like holding space for them. I've heard that very much recently, but just holding space for them to like go through what they're going through without being the one that's like trying to tell them how to do it. Because you know how annoying it is when you like open up to somebody and you're just like trying to vent and then they try and like fix everything. Yeah, you're like, no, I just need and you to you be there And you kind of shut me. down. Like immediately as they start being like, you need to do this and this and this and this yeah. and this and this. And you're just kind of like, like I just even wanted if it's to complain. good advice. Yeah, like even if it's good advice, it's like I just needed somebody to like listen just, be like, my sounding board so that I can like, I know what I need to do. Yeah deep down, but I just need someone to, like, help me figure it out. Yeah. I think it is important to realize that, like, sometimes your friends are going to go through things and all you need to be is a friend. Mm -hmm. You don't need to be their parent. You don't need to, like, tell them what to do or where to be or what to save or anything like that. Like, you literally just got to put your arms around them and be like, I love you. I'm here for you. I hear you out. Yeah. That's it. Sometimes that's all you can do. Yeah. Totally. Agree. Okay. How to stay consistent with working out, eating healthy, etc. Don't know. Never done it. <laughs> you have been so much better. I've I mean, you better. go in waves. Yeah. <laughs> I go in waves. We people. thought you were healthy and then we saw mega stuff Oreos on your Instagram story. <laughs> just that thing I was sad. <laughs> I'm sorry, but let me just talk about something really fast that I'm really passionate about. Mega stuff Oreos are disgusting. Here's the thing. Someone brought it to my attention via Instagram DM. That one single Oreo, I'm pretty sure a normal one, not a mega stuff yeah. one, has 70 calories. You think I'm joking. I was not exaggerating when I say it. I ate the whole thing. The whole, I don't know if it's called package. a box, package. Yeah. The whole thing in one sitting. Oh, of I the think mega regular stuff. Oreos. So t- I know for a fact two Oreos are, t- are 70 calories. Two regular Oreos. Oh, okay. No. So maybe it's so like one. Maybe it's one. So then there. there's the double stuff, which I already think are kind of gross. <laughs> and they were kind of gross, but someone mega. gave them to me and I was like, I'm not going to let them go to waste. <laughs> I love Oreos. Oh, though, gosh. Wait. Anyway, true. what was the question? Oh, definitely not for me. Yeah. So how healthy. to stay consistent with working out. Uh, we've Here's the thing. We've, we've talked about this. The, yeah, we've been over this. I shouldn't even pick this question because we've talked about this a million times. It's not even about like you're not going to have motivation every day. That's just how it is. You're not going to wake up stoked to go to the gym and eat healthy. It's all about discipline. And it's like you have to make that choice and stick to it and be able to have the mental strength to be like, 
I want this for myself, mm-hmm. even when you don't feel like it. That's literally my only answer. I think it's kind of the same. Like what I try and process in my brain, it's kind of the same thing with savings as well. Is it's like success can be addicting. And so it's like you just have to get started because once you start seeing results, it's so addicting. Like once yeah. you start seeing your bank mm-hmm. account go up, it's like, yeah, like how much can I save? How much can I save? Yes. Same with the gym. It's like once you start seeing results, you're like, oh, oh my gosh, like it's actually paying off. If I keep doing this, like I will reach my goals. And so it's hard, like just initially, like you just got to get to the gym. You have to start eating healthy. And then after a few weeks, it'll just become a habit. I know. And it's so hard with that because specifically eating healthy and going to the gym because it does take a while to see results, especially if you're very out of shape. It's like, Mm -hmm. you're not going to see results in two weeks. It's going to be like months before you're like, oh, wow, I actually really feel a difference and see a difference, which that area, that's why it's so hard for people to stick with it because they do it for two weeks and they're like, goodbye. This is so hard. I'm not seeing results. But it's like, I think you just have to have, again, the mental strength to realize like, if I stick to this, I will see results and like my life will change for the better. And you just have to be very, very diligent and very disciplined. Yeah. And it's like, like, accept the little things, the little victories. It's like, if you didn't have time to make it to the gym, like, go on a little walk. Take yeah. your dog on a walk or, like, do a few sit-ups in your room before you go to bed. It's like, it doesn't, you don't have to go to the gym for an hour and a half. And, like, if you don't have time to do that, like, don't beat yourself up. It's like, the little things will help, too. Totally. Yeah. And remembering, I think, once you remember that feeling of working out. Because after you work out, you know how you just feel good? Because obviously, like… Endorphins. Yeah. yeah. So… After you work out again, you'll feel that again. And if you stop working out, I heard it takes two weeks to get in shape and two days to fall out of shape. Rado. So the thing is, is even like you were saying, even if you can't make it to the gym and you can't do like a freaking soul cycle class, it's like do something where you start to feel those endorphins and you'll be more motivated the next day to be like, okay, yeah, I remember that feeling of like, Feeling like, oh, I got my sweat workout in or whatever. Well, I woke up the other day. I did a spin class at 7 a.m., which was is very—I hate mornings. And that is, like, not something that I wanted to do. But I'm like, I should just do it. And I was telling my friend, like, I have never once done a workout and regretted it. Yeah. Like, every single time I get done with a workout, I'm like, I'm so glad I did that. And then when I don't do it, I'm like, dang, I kind of wish I went to like that yeah. class this morning, yeah. but whatever. Also accountability. I don't. Th- I think people forget about that when they start something. It's like having someone to hold you accountable or even just an app or I don't know what you use, but being accountable to somebody or something is literally Huge. going to help so much. It's true. Like That's knowing why- in the back of your mind like, okay, I'm going to have to tell this person that I didn't do this is like… Totally. I don't want to do it. Like, okay, I'll do it just so I can tell them that I wasn't a loser all week, you know? Yeah, totally. That makes sense. How do I not feel like a failure from other people's successes? Because you live in your own reality. Success is relative. Yeah. It's just, it doesn't, it literally doesn't matter. I know. If they're successful or not. Isn't that kind of a crazy concept? Like, I've spent so long feeling like that where if someone else succeeds more quote-unquote more than me I'm like dang like I'm not doing enough blah 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 and when you actually really really stop and like be still with yourself and think about it it's like wait no one else's success matters to me like that does not make a difference in my life even even when people think like oh but your competitors like if you you know what I mean yeah it still doesn't matter it still doesn't matter yeah 
Do you agree, Tyson? You look like you're chicken thought. <laughs> He's like, what is this concept? I'm like, I was actually ignoring y'all. No, He's I on agree. Instagram? No, no, no. I agree. I agree. I think that success is like very relative. And the people that like are the most successful in the world, like didn't make it there by sitting around thinking like, oh, poor me, like so-and-so is doing better. It's like, no, like just focus on you, do your own thing and you'll reach your goals eventually. But you're not going to reach your goals if you're just like surrounding yourself with negativity and like putting yourself down constantly because this person's doing that and oh you didn't get you didn't get time to do that this week or whatever blah blah it's like no it's like you're doing your own thing you're doing the best you can yeah Yeah. there's this in the book um how to the subtle art of not giving an f word uh he taught he gives a reference about the guy who was kicked out of metallica right before they made it big and i think he started another band i think it was like maybe megadeth i don't freaking know but he started another band that was like super popular he was making millions of dollars but he wasn't as popular as metallica so his whole life he was just bitter and like even when he was 55 he had this successful career but he wasn't as quote unquote successful as metallica he was still like bitter and angry and unhappy at like such an old age and then the guy who got kicked out of the beatles right before the beatles made it big so ringo star replaced it replaced this guy he didn't start anything he just like okay that kind of sucks but then he just had a family like was a family guy had a normal job and he was so happy like at the end of his life he was just like so fulfilled and the author of the book was like that's that's the difference between people. It's like you can literally be your whole life focusing on everyone else's success and you'll be miserable. Like you could succeed in the eyes of the world, but you'll still be – you'll still live an unfulfilling life. Or you could do something that maybe isn't successful in the eyes of the world, but – You still feel fulfilled. Yeah, you still feel fulfilled and happy. Totally. And I think it's like it, – almost to put it to like I feel like a lot of people that listen to this are like also like bloggers and uh, influencers. And I feel like – Don't put our <laughs> listeners in a box. <laughs> I'm just saying to put it more on it, like we're not into Beatles, so we got to bring it down a little bit. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. But like me and JC talk about this sometimes. It's, it's like to to other people, like people might look at J- – like even me, I might look at JC and be like, well, shoot, like I have 100K and she has 400K. And so it's like, well – You have 400K. <laughs> so it's like she technically, quote, unquote, is like more successful than me. And – but then JC's looking at girls with a million followers and being like, well, frick, they're more successful than me. Like, what am I doing wrong? And then people might look at me and be like, well, he's more successful than me. What am I doing wrong? And it's like, we all, there's always going to be someone bigger than you. There's always going to be someone making more money than you, unless you're Kylie Jenner. Yeah. And and so it's like, you she can't. She still wasn't number one on that <laughs> list, though. True, true, girl. She, she got time, though. <laughs> but um, I feel like it's important to just, like, recognize, like, also where you came from. Like, it's like there were there was a point when I looked at people with 100K and I was like, oh, my gosh, I'm never going to make it there. It seems like impossible yeah. like whatever. And now I'm here and it's like, okay, I have to enjoy where I'm at because I worked hard to get here. And if I just spend all this time, like, looking at people with 400K and, and like, being bitter, then I'm never going to make it there. Yeah. And, also and even it's like, when you make it there, it won't be good enough. Right, right. And also, me and JC, like, this was a point we made about it is it's like, okay, are your bills getting paid? Like, are you making money? Are you, like, enjoying your life? Great. Done. Like, why Like, why should I care if I don't have a million followers? It's like, all my bills are still getting paid. So it's like, your and success I'm, is yeah. so relative. Yeah. Totally. I have no words. I think that you guys summed Retweet. it up. Retweet. Yeah. Well, Retweet and that. I said this in my solo episode, too. It's like, your worth is not in that number. Right. No. And your worth is not in how much money you make. And it's not in these places where you think success is. 
Right, right, right. So it literally, like, if you really sit and think about it, it actually doesn't matter. Mm-mm. Nothing matters. We don't matter. We're nothing. <laughs> oh, <we're laughs> not. You guys don't matter to me. <laughs> this podcast doesn't matter. I'm leaving. <laughs> How to be, I guess now that we're kind of on that topic of, we just talked about Instagram. Someone asked how to be more unapologetic or more authentic on Instagram. Again, it doesn't matter. <laughs> I've had a lot of struggles with this well, in my life. That's yeah. what I thought, like, Tyson, you could, I feel like you could speak on that more because <laughs> this is something I've been trying to drill in his head for three years. <laughs> actually, and we're like, finally got, getting there. <laughs> we're getting there. I actually just talked about this in my YouTube channel. Click here to subscribe. But I, like, there, I've struggled with this my whole career of, like, just being authentic and being genuine and showing people, like, the true side of me. Like, I don't know why there's been times in my life where, like, I was putting up this persona, this, like, dark, moody, like, never showing my face. And, like, that also came with confidence. Like, I wasn't confident in who I was, and I was, like, a little depressed. But I think it's important to just, like, stay genuine and stay true to who you are because no one else is you, and that's your power. And, like, that's, like, kind of a cheesy quote, but it's so true. It's, like, at the end of the day, like, some people might not like me, but it's, like, who cares? Like, that's me. And so why would you try and, like, put up anything else? Uh, I don't know. It's And it's also so hard to maintain. Oh, it's, it's impossible. Like, it's impossible. And Versus, that's why you're not going to grow because people can sense that it's not genuine. Totally. And I feel like it's just like these people who have built up this perfect image of themselves. It's like then when they show something that's kind of, like, not perfect, people are like, wait, what? They're so confused. Where if you're just genuine from the start… Like, nothing is shocking. Like, if I… You know what I mean? Right, right, right. But, but that all… It's again, like you're saying, that all comes with confidence at different parts in your life. Because even we just interviewed Amber on the podcast a few weeks back. And she was saying, now she's comfortable showing her postpartum body. Whereas with her first kid, right. she would have never been able to post, like, in a swimsuit after she gave birth. Because she's like, I wouldn't have been able to take the criticism. Right. And right. now she's like, I'm way more comfor- comfortable with who I am. Comfortable with my body. And then she's like, I don't care. Like, right. you guys can see this. And that's okay to be at different at different right. places at different times. Yeah, totally. It's kind of like watching… Like, to me, it's kind of like watching a movie. It's like, okay, a good movie has its ups. It has its lows. It has its funny parts. It has its sad parts. It Like, all that. If you watched a movie and it was literally just someone's perfect life. All, like, the whole movie. Just two hours of like… This girl waking up and getting ready and like Everything go, just going to school and getting straight A's and then like going and getting a job and whatever, blah, blah, blah. And like literally there was no plot twist. There was nothing wrong with her life like at all. Like and then it just ended of her going to bed. You'd be like, well, that freaking sucked. Yeah. yeah that but was like so a boring. good movie is the fact that it's like real. It shows like we can connect to movies because we can relate to them. And so if you're not doing that through your social media, like people aren't going to like it and people are going to sense that it's fake because that's not real life. Totally. I've said totally like 600 times in this episode. Totally, man. (laughs) But no, I agree. All right, hold up. Let's take a quick second to talk about Lola. I love this brand, you guys. If you have not heard of Lola, it is a brand founded by women, and they are taking a modern approach to feminine care. So they offer organic cotton tampons, pads, liners, cleansing wipes, and more products as well. So here is the thing. If you are unaware… Major feminine care brands use a mix of synthetic ingredients in their products, including rayon and polyester. Their feminine care products may also be treated with harsh chemical cleansing agents, fragrance, and dyes. Lola products, on the other hand, are 100% organic cotton with no added chemicals, fragrances, synthetics, or dyes. Honestly, when I stop and really think about sticking something up in that area, 
with all sorts of chemicals and dyes. It honestly makes me cringe. I'm very, very glad that I found this brand. Another great thing about Lola is that it just makes your life easier. It's a subscription service and it's totally customizable. So you decide what mix of products you want, the absorbency, the number of boxes, how frequent you want them delivered. And it's also flexible so you can change, skip, or cancel at any time, which I personally think is so awesome because there is nothing worse than signing up for something when you just want to try it out. And then it's a nightmare if you want to change it up or skip something or cancel, whatever. So to top it all off, they also give back. With every purchase, they donate feminine care products to homeless shelters across the U.S., which I think is amazing. Chelsea and I have both personally tried this brand out. We both love it, and I love that it just gets delivered to your door in a little discreet box. You don't have to go to the store and shop for them. And honestly, I would check out their site because they have some other really interesting and cool products. So you guys should check it out for sure. And if you want 40% off, which is awesome, of all subscriptions, go to mylola.com and enter the code what we said when you subscribe. This will also be linked in the show notes. If you guys want to check it out, you definitely should. This was a good one. Someone asked how to be more selfless and humble. That is a good one. And... I was kind of pondering on this and I was thinking it's so easy first of all in today's world especially with what we do I think Tyson to Mm. be like really wrapped up in yourself yeah and it's like you're saying like you're always trying to one-up yourself it's like all about you and so I think it's really easy to like lose that sense of selflessness if you don't like kind of get outside of yourself and like help others yeah and Something simple that I think everyone can work on that I've been making a very conscious effort to work on lately is asking people questions and really listening to them when I'm speaking with them. Yeah. And that sounds silly, but it's like I I noticed – I'm trying to think of who it was. I wish I remembered because I remember talking to someone and they were so like interested in me and like in – just invested in the conversation, like asking me questions. And afterwards I was like, wow, that was really nice of them that they like cared enough to like ask me questions. And they were genuinely, it wasn't just like, Oh, what do you do for it? Cool. What it just, it was like, it was beyond the surface. And it was like, they really wanted to know details. And they're like, that's so cool. They blah, blah, blah. Yeah. So anyway, I remember after that consciously being like, I really want to be able to like be that person for other people Versus just having all of these surface level conversations with people yeah. and just not really listening. You know when you can tell someone's just not really listening to you? Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. And they're so, like kind of looking down at their phone yeah. and they're like, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Me and, right now, I'm like, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Chelsea's on Instagram, I'm like… But anyway, so that sounds kind of simple I think. But I think that's a good way to kind of get outside of yourself and… Just be interested in people. Yeah, I and think like you'll it, learn so much. Yeah. I think it's also like as simple as like I try and do this a little bit more every day. Like you just have to recognize like I think maybe it comes with living in a big city. But sometimes I'll be driving. And I'll be like, holy crap. Like I am one person. Like it. Th- this is going to sound dramatic. But like it's like if I like got hit by a car right now. Like, uh, like this whole like two mile radius around me. Like no one would care. Like, yeah. no, like no one like right here in this like. Yeah two-mile radius, like, would be faced. Like, they were just like, oh, my gosh, that's so sad. Like, some random person. And, like, their life would continue. And so it's like, you have to realize that, like, I don't know where I was going with that. Well, that you don't matter. That That I don't matter and you can get hit by a bus. Well, that the world does not revolve around you. No, yeah, yeah, right, right. So the world doesn't revolve around you. And I think, like, taking that, like, little 
little compliments and just human connection. Like I try and like when I'm at a cashier now and like they're checking myself, I'm like, how are you? Like, how's your day? Oh, I like your shirt. Like little things like that. And like, I think we're so used to people just kind of being rude and like selfish these days that like when someone asks me or like if I'm checking out and like the Starbucks girl, it's like, oh, I really like your sunglasses. Like, where are they from? I'm like, take it back. I'm like, oh my God, you're so nice. Yeah. Like, thank you. That means yeah. a lot. When it's like that, like should be way more of a common thing. And so I feel like just like little human connection things like that. I agree. Agreed 100%. And complimenting, I mean, complimenting people. I've been, we talk about that too. It's weirdly like kind of hard to compliment people sometimes. Like I've been. You feel awkward. Yeah. For some weird reason. Like if someone has pretty eyes, it's like, you you almost are like, oh, should I say it? But like, I've never regretted being like, oh my gosh, your eyes are so beautiful. And they're like, so again, so taken aback. Right. Oh, thank you so much. And I'm like. They're not going to be like, you pervert. Right. Right. I think it's just because we live in a like society where like, you don't know how someone's going to take things. And, like, I don't know if, like, a, like, six-foot-four, like, guy came up to me and was like, I like your eyes. If I would be like, um, okay, are you trying to hurt me? Like, I w- like you know what I mean? Can it's I like, have them? Like, you, we live in a society where, like, people are so scared to, like, just put down their phone and, like, talk to someone in line at Starbucks and, like, things like that. It's, I don't know, it's kind of sad. But. Yeah. I think if the more genuine you are, though. Yeah. The, like, you can tell if, like, you can tell if an old man, like, compliments you and it's nice and sweet. Yeah. Or if an old man yeah. comments or if you're like, like excuse yeah. me. Yeah, yeah, totally. You can catch it. Like, they come up to you at the gym, they're like, nice workout. <laughs> Absolutely not. <laughs> How many times does that happen to you, Chelsea? She's like, you know when they do that all the time? I'm, I'm like, like, I think you need a new gym membership. I'm like, you know when they come up to you every day? <laughs> well, you're doing squats at the gym and they're like, oh, nice buns. <laughs> I don't know. That's kind of weird. <laughs> Ratto. Amazing. Um, okay, this one I'm asking. Well, I didn't ask this question, but I also need it. So this is yours to answer. How to avoid procrastination? I don't know, but you do need to learn that. I tried to get you to record this podcast for an hour. <laughs> I was too busy eating my Starbucks coffee cake. I'm I don't know. Part s- of that's like… I don't know because I'm not like the best at it, but I've gotten so much better as I've gotten older. Like I actually hate procrastinating, but it depends what it is. Yeah, I was just going to say it depends what it is because obviously if it's like homework, that's something you can't control. But I feel like if it's about like work stuff, it's almost like, okay, well put yourself in an environment where like you're excited to do your work and like you don't feel like you have to procrastinate and you're like – keep putting it off. I know that's like easy to say and some people obviously like you have to sometimes just bite the bullet and work a job you yeah. don't want to do. But I feel like procrastination is like relative. Yeah. Like when it comes to like homework, I think it's almost the same thing as um, what we were talking about of working out and saving. It's like that progress is going to be addicting. And if you start like doing your homework and not procrastinating and you're doing good on tests and then you're not stressed on the test and it's like the security that comes with actually just doing it right in the first place and then you get good grades and then you're not going to have to be stressed about your SAT and then you're going to do good on that and you're not going to be stressed about getting into college. It's like it all has a snowball effect and it's like if you just do it the, right the first time, then like your life is going to be so much easier. Yeah. And it's accountability true. is good for that too because especially with or even with calendars or schedules or anything like that or having somebody else like even with the podcast stuff I feel like it's better for us because we can check in with each other like yeah did I was you do just this? realizing if I didn't have you <laughs> <laughs> this podcast would be a one episode yeah <laughs> wow no but it's even when I'm feeling like oh, I don't really want to and then you text me like hey like we need to do this and this and this so having someone that you're accountable to is key as well with yeah that. yeah 
AKA hire me as your health coach. <laughs> She's like, you know, TelsaJade.com. I'm like, you know what you really need? A health coach. Oh my gosh. Okay. So they, these two go together and this is what we're going to end with. They're two different questions. I'll ask them both because I, I think they go together. So how to be happy in my own skin yet continue to put forth effort to be a healthy person. And then how to live in the present instead of waiting impatiently for the next chapters of life. Oh, that's a lot to remember. Yeah. Okay. Is it, what's the first one? Well, don't you feel like they both are like, I think the overall theme here is how to be content with where you're at. But still want to but grow. But still progress and also not be like, I need this to happen. Like, when's this chapter of my life going to happen? Yeah. Because I think with you, Tyson, this is something we talk about often. It's like a lot of your friends are married or whatever, and that's not the phase of life that you're in. Right. And so <laughs> like, all your friends… Reminder. <laughs> All your friends are in happy, thriving relationships. Committed relationships and you're just like single and you have to spend so much time alone. Like how is that? (laughs) What does that feel like? No, but that's something that you've had to personally like kind of overcome. So I thought maybe you could give advice on how to like be happy with where you're at instead of like wishing. I think it's kind of like what I was saying about the whole Instagram followers and like me being at 100K and you're at 400 and there are girls with a million. It's like… You have to recognize, like, not only where you're at, but where you came from. So it's like, yeah, you might not necessarily be happy with where you're at right now, but think about six months ago or a year ago, you were dying and so anxious to get to where you're at now. Yeah. So it's like, so have fun in that. Like, be be happy with where you're at. I might not look like how I want to look for the rest of my life. Like, I'm definitely not the fittest I could be, but am I more okay. fit than I was? You have like 17 abs. <laughs> no, 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 no. No, like, I'm definitely no Zac Efron. But it's like, but am I more fit than I was in high school? Heck yes. Like, do I, like, take way better care of, like, my skin than I used to? Yes. Like, do I do the best? No. Do I still get acne? Yes. But it's like you're always improving. But, like, it's it's really hard to forget where you came from because you can focus so much on your now and, like, where you want to be to where it's like, okay, no. Like, you have to compare and make it relative. Like, okay, I worked hard to get here. Like, let's, like, enjoy it, embrace it, live it, love it. And, like, obviously, I'm excited for the future. But Well, and and the only person you should be comparing yourself to… Is yourself, yeah, like your exactly. previous self. Yeah. So it is crazy when you really stop to think. And that's something you talked about a little bit in your solo episode is like thinking about where you were at rock bottom. Yeah. And then picturing yourself now and you're like, wow, I have grown you forget. so much. Like you forget how how far you've come. And everyone's on their own timeline. And I think that we can all agree, like even the hardest things that we've gone through just as people individually you always look back and you're grateful for it, mm-hmm. which 100%. is shocking. Yeah. When you're in the middle of it, you're like, I will never be grateful for this. This is the worst thing in the world. But when every single time when you look back, you're like, that was a part of my story and I'm grateful for where I am now. Yeah. And that's like made me who I am as cheesy as it sounds. And that's why everyone says it's because it's true. It really does like make you the person you are. And also when you're more content with who you are, like truly content though. I'm not saying like, oh, yeah, I'm happy with where I am. It's like, are you really, though? Like, do you actually love who you are? And if you are, then you're going to be way more motivated to progress. If you're, like, constantly, like, I won't be happy, like, until this happens, you're not content. So you need to reevaluate your life and see if you're actually happy and try and be more in the moment. And even, like, focusing too much on the past can be bad sometimes, too, where it's like, it is good to remember where you're from. But if you're just focusing on the present and you're happy with who you are and you're grateful for everything that you've been given and that you've ha- you've created in your life, then you're going to want to progress step by step and you're not going to be like overwhelmed with all of these, I don't know, com- comparisons. Yeah. Well, and on the flip side, because I just said like 
I was talking about rock bottom, but you've shared something that stuck with me where you said, I think you got it from somewhere else, but like a lot of people see the past as better than it was and the present worse than it is. Yeah. So you yeah, almost I definitely like, stole that from somebody. <laughs> yeah. But you look back and you're like, I don't know, you like fan, not fantasize, what's the word I'm looking for? Like glamorize, yeah. like past things like, oh, I wish that, I don't flip it Yeah, out. like, oh, remember when we had this? That was just so nice. And now like blah, blah, blah. And then, and you think of it as worse than it is, but then as you move forward, then you glamorize that. Yeah. Whatever. You're going to look no back sense, on this moment in 10 years and be like, remember when we were all sitting in your bedroom, like doing a podcast And now episode? we can't do that because yeah. then we And, but like right now we're like, oh, we can't wait until 10 years. We're doing this and this and this. And it's like, just be happy with where you are. Yeah. I think it's easy to like beat yourself up and to get like so down on yourself because you're not doing enough. But it's like, just like sit down, breathe and recognize like. We are all truly just doing all we can do that day. Mm -hmm. If all you can do today is go to school, come home and do your homework, don't beat yourself up that you're not out being a supermodel at New York Fashion Week. It's like, that's not your reality. Mm -hmm. And so like, you have to recognize that like, you, if you're doing everything you can do today to be the best version of yourself, that's it. Yeah. That's it. That's all you can do. Mic drop. Mic drop. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Well, thank you guys so much for listening. Thank you, Tyson, for being our most frequent guest on the Woo! podcast. All right. That was a little too loud. <laughs> Let me that blew our speakers. <laughs> Go you, follow Tyson. At Ty French. Go follow Chelsea at Chelsea Jade Curtis. Go follow me at JC Marie Smith. And if you want to be real nice, you can follow our podcast at What We Said Podcast. We post lots of fun things. We're not going to get into the whole spiel. Subscribe if you want to subscribe to the podcast. You'll get updated every single time we drop a new episode, which is every single Tuesday. 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 One, two, one, two, three. Tuesday. Okay. So. We were practicing harmony yesterday. Yeah. It was not cute, but go listen to it in our latest YouTube video, which we will link in the description. Thank you guys so much for listening. We love you. And that's, that's what, what we said. said. Goodbye. Goodbye.